Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. In February of 1972, a mother started to panic. At first, she tried to recall if her 12-year-old son had eaten anything out of the ordinary. She couldn't remember, and neither could he, but it wouldn't have been a surprise if it were true. Twice now, he had consumed and vomited coffee grounds. Now, his body was displaying an alarming symptom, and since she couldn't identify an external source, she concluded that it must be internal. This was bad, and her son needed to go to the hospital immediately. The boy wasn't the only child suffering from this medical condition. In fact, hundreds of children all over the nation were being admitted to hospitals for the same ailment. At some point, the urge to use the bathroom had overwhelmed them. They dropped their pants or skirts and underwear, sat their bottoms on the cold toilet seats, and emptied their colons. When they stood up to flush, they looked into the bowl and observed that their poop was pink. In the medical world, this is a sign of rectal bleeding. The question was, why were so many children all over the nation suffering from the same affliction? Was this a new pandemic that solely targeted children? As one doctor put it, their stool looked like strawberry ice cream, although it didn't smell out of the ordinary. Even stranger, none of the children suffered from any additional symptoms. All the tests they ran came back with normal results. This was good and bad news. The good news was that these children didn't have internal hemorrhaging. The bad news was the doctors had no idea what was causing these kids to produce pink feces. When the 12-year-old boy's tests returned normal, Dr. John Payne started another round of questioning with his mom. There was something causing this widespread medical phenomenon. He just hadn't found it yet. As he questioned her, she unwittingly revealed the clue that would solve the mystery. Over the past few days, her son had consumed one of General Mills' newest sugary cereals. Aha! Dr. Payne had to test the theory. When the boy's internal plumbing system was fully cleared, the good doctor fed him another four bowls. They waited for him to feel the urge to relieve himself, and when he voided his intestines, voila! His stool was pink once again. The case was officially cracked wide open and the perpetrator identified. In March 1971, General Mills launched two new cereals, Count Chocula and the more infamous strawberry-flavored Frankenberry. With the hope of piggybacking off the popularity of their previous release of Lucky Charms, they came up with a new line of marshmallow-filled breakfast foods, featuring characters that gave a nod to the old black-and-white Universal Monster movies. The films were being aired on television, and the children of Generation X were watching them for the first time and loving them. With the cartoon characters of the all-brown vampire and the exceptionally pink Frankenstein-esque monster slapped onto their respective boxes, kids wolfed the cereals down. And while they looked forward to their next sugar high, they didn't bargain for Frankenberry's practical joke. The real cause for the pink poop panic of the early 1970s were the ingredients used to give the cereal its trademark color. The synthetic dyes, red numbers 2 and 3, were mixed together to create the specific hue. 
What the company didn't realize at the time was that the human body cannot process red number two. So once consumed, it passes through the body intact and exits when you do, ironically, number two. When General Mills learned that their product was afflicting their target consumers with the medically nicknamed Frankenberry Stool, they silently switched out the dyes with red number 40. The monster of a scare was over, but it wasn't the end of colorful bathroom breaks. General Mills managed to do it again when they launched Boo Berry, the blueberry-flavored cereal featuring a goofy ghost on the box. Blue dye number one was, and still is, used for the coloring. And thanks to it, kids effectively switched from pushing out pink droppings to green. If you see a box on the shelf, try them. You might get a surprise during your morning constitutional. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This show is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener.